everyone, and welcome again to an episode of Magical Streaming. My name is Amber. My name is Marie. And we're the podcast that watches Disney Plus, tells you some facts, tells you some opinions, and hopefully teaches you something along the way. Today we are talking about Dumbo. That is right. Dumbo, which was released in 1941. The fourth full animated uh, full-end feature, I guess. Yes. For the Disney Studios. That is true. So, in case somebody is living under a rock and they have no idea what the movie of Dumbo is about, why don't you read us that synopsis from Disney Plus and we'll see how many issues we have with it today. All right, let's go ahead. So... The synopsis for Dumbo, taken off of the Disney Plus platform, goes as follows. The inspirational tale of the courageous baby elephant, who, with the help of his clever friend Timothy Q. Mouse, uses his sensational ears to soar to fame. And then it does complete with, this program is presented as originally created, it may contain outdated cultural depictions. Yes. So that is the first one we've seen that has the warning on there. Is it? I feel like Fantasia did. Oh, you're right. You're right. You are right. So, yes. um, I'm not going to really touch a lot on the controversy because there's a lot of literature to wade through. If you want to know about the controversy, it surrounds the Crow characters. And Google it. I think it also um, goes a little bit into the workers as well. Right. There was also, um, this did also come out and was being worked on during the strike. So that also. No, no, no. I mean, the, the specifically about the cultural depictions when they're putting up the tent. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, that is important. Yeah. So let me hit you with some history. Go ahead. Dumbo was released on October 23rd, 1941. And it was made specifically to try and recoup from, from those Fantasia losses that the studio was still feeling. Fantasia and Pinocchio. And Pinocchio, but mostly Fantasia, which pushed it over the edge. So the... The movie was made to be very straightforward, very simple. Um, it used watercolor backgrounds, which only two other movies, full-length movies, used watercolor backgrounds. Do you know which they are? Well, from the classics. No, only one. There's two Disney movies that use watercolor backgrounds besides Dumbo. Total? Hmm. Um, Snow White? And Fantasia 2000. Why would it use... That's right, I saw that fact. No. Well, then you are incorrect, because Fantasia 2000 was the last movie 
for Walt Disney Studios that used watercolor. You're incorrect. Lilo and Stitch was the last movie that used watercolor backgrounds because Lilo and Stitch was modeled after Dumbo as a way to recoup financial losses that the studio had been having. Again, thanks, Fantasia. (laughs) That's a new (laughs) hashtag. Thanks, Fantasia. So, yes, Lilo and Stitch is... um, well, used all watercolor backgrounds, I should say. There were some shorts that did so. Okay. But, um, it was... I mean, most most shorts used right. watercolors. But for full-length movies, Snow White, Dumbo, Lilo, and Stitch. Well, what do you know? Don't believe everything you read on the internet, kids. Right. So, it was first brought up in the script was made from January 22nd to March 21st, 1940. So again, this was a very straight turnaround. In fact, Walt called it an obvious straight cartoon. So he did not want to waste like A-game animators on this movie. The A-game animators were set to work on Bambi. And then this movie was primarily made by the beginning. And this movie was made at a cost of uh, $950,000, which today would be about $15.8 million. And luckily, it worked. This movie turned a profit, made the Walt Disney Studios company $850,000. So over of profit, profit, just pure profit, which would be about fourteen point one million today. Well, that's a good thing. Yes, all things it considered, did keep, it did keep everything flowing. Kept the Walt Disney Studios company. It did. Um, Dumbo also was a movie where no voice actors were credited, but if you watch Dumbo, you'll notice a lot of familiar voices. Uh, Verna Felton was the matriarchal elephant, the really snooty one. And she is famous for voicing the fairy godmother. um, Flora. Yes. Tons of classic Disney characters. Sterling Holloway, best known for being Winnie the Pooh, the Cheshire Cat, um, the mouse in the Aristocat, whose name escapes me, Rockcliffe. Rockford, close. Uh, was the stork. Clifford Edwards was Dandy Crow, and he was the voice of Jimmy Cricket as well. And John McLeish was the opening narrator, and he is the narrator for the Goofy How To cartoons. So even though no one got credit for this movie, lots of classic Disney actors were there. The movie did win an Academy Award for the best scoring of a musical picture and was nominated for uh, Baby Mine. Yeah, I actually saw that it didn't win and that there was some controversy about the song that ended up beating it because that song was not actually an original song. It had already been um, 
recorded in the 40s like for something else interesting so that's where my facts end let's get some trivia which is basically the same thing as facts well well i'm sorry that's where my history ends let's get some trivia yeah you always step on my territory well all right so uh as you mentioned this movie did turn a profit it was the second disney animated feature to turn a profit from the start of the company and it was the most financially successful film for the disney studios in the 1940s so basically that means that um it would take another nine years for another animated feature to be profitable for the Disney company. Big after this one. Yeah. Which is not great, but thankfully, again, they made it out. And from that point on was a little more smooth sailing until like the Renaissance. Not the Renaissance, the what the do they call age. that mess? Yeah. Wait, the dark is that the with all the remakes? Not the remakes, the sequels. No. Yeah, that's what I'm. Oh, to. I thought you're talking about like the Black Cauldron, the time right before the Disney Renaissance, where things were going real poor. Hmm. Yeah, they had a few stumps. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Uh, so this movie, the plot for this film, it was actually only. Well, not only, but mostly developed by two people, uh, which were Dick Humor and Joe Grant. Uh, that was actually fairly unu- unusual for Disney Studios because normally there were multiple staff members involved on it. Uh, that could stem partly from the fact that, again, you know, the, the studio was going through a bit of a hard time. Um, so it didn't want to put too much effort on it. And actually, initially, Disney himself was not interested in making the movie. Well, and yes, what Roy said. Di- no, no, no. The two guys, Humor and Grant, who worked on the story, worked on it. They wrote it up in installments, and they would leave it on his desk every morning. And then at some point, he just went to the story department and he was like what happens next so they they just like you know just kept leaving a little trail just giving him little bits at a time to get him interested and ultimately it worked and this was actually it wound up being Walt's favorite film that was made by the studio interesting mm-hmm yeah, I know you feel that because you did not like it that We'll much. get into that. <laughs> yeah. Um, also, when they purchased the rights to the original story, the initial idea was to get uh, to adapt it into a short. Right. But they eventually decided that there was enough story potential to get it into a feature film. Which was not something the film's distributor, RKO Radio Pictures, really agreed with. 
they this is a short movie like it is much shorter than I remembered which to be fair I haven't watched Dumbo a whole lot growing up I don't remember the last time I saw it before this I do I might actually have never even seen it in nope, full you did before you yesterday did. I did you watched it when, when I? I was sick and it was on Netflix <clears throat> and you said oh I don't think I've ever seen Dumbo in full. And you watched it and you started it and I fell asleep. I don't remember that at all. Maybe I stopped it when you fell asleep. I don't know. Anyway. uh, So yeah, it's very short, only 64 minutes running time. So just a little over an hour. Uh, So yeah, the distributor didn't really like the idea of a 64 minute feature being a major film release. So they tried to convince Walt to either cut it to make it more of a short film or to extend it to get it at least 70 minutes. No. Or alternately to have it released as a B B picture. Because even though you mentioned that um, it was worked on by the B gang, it still got a release as an A picture. And that's because Disney stood his round. And that's what he wanted it to be released All as. Right. Yeah. Um, in terms of... There's a few firsts about this one. So this was the first Walt Disney animated feature to be set in America. Great. And, yeah, well, I mean... You know, it very clearly starts off in Florida. That's true. And uh, there's, I mean, the list is a little bit longer than it used to be, but America is still not the most popular setting for Disney movies animated. Uh, This is also the first protagonist, Dumbo himself, to have no spoken dialogue. Not the first character, of course, because you have Dopey and Snow White, and you have Gideon and Pinocchio, but they are not protagonists. They are right. supporting characters. So Dumbo himself is the first protagonist to have no spoken dialogue. Uh, and even his mother only speaks once. So, which again, might have come down to let's hire as few voice actors as possible. Right. So not a lot of uh, not a lot of dialogue in general. In this nope. Film. Like there's a yeah. because maybe because of the fact that the main character never responds to whatever anyone is Very saying. Very true. I think that's. I think you're onto yep. something. Mm-hmm. Um, also, this was the first uh, Disney animated feature film to be set in present time of its release. Because it is depicted as taking place in that 40s-ish era. Mm-hmm. Um, which the second film to do that would actually not be for quite some years. Because it was 101 Dalmatians. Okay. Yeah, so they, they, they like those period pieces. I mean, most fairy tales are. Yeah, that's true. Uh, also, about this one, one of the things that is 
kind of funny is cells for this film are some of the rarest in the industry. Do you know why? Because they were stolen during the strike? No. After the scenes were safely quote-unquote in the can, uh, the animators would spread the used cells in the corridors and go sliding on them. (laughs) That's what you get for letting the B-team be in charge of a movie. (laughs) Yeah, so a lot of the cells were destroyed in that manner. (laughs) Which, uh, I mean, I guess if you don't really you know, they figure there's not going to be any use for it anymore. We're Might done. As well have fun. Let's have some fun. Yeah. Oh, Let's uh, enjoy those long corridors. That's what it is. And uh, another fact that we actually kind of saw in the previous movie we watched, The Reluctant Dragon, is that elephants were brought into the Disney studios so that the animators could study them. And, like, can you imagine you're just, like, sitting there and an elephant walks by? No. But to be honest... No, you can't imagine that. If I was just sitting somewhere and a cat walked by, I would be like, a cat! So I think (laughs) no matter what animal walked by, I would be like, an animal in my place of work! Okay, but I feel like some of them might be a bit more, you know, surprising, let's say. Well, I mean, I don't think any of our doors are big enough to let an elephant in. So I don't think my first thought would be, there's an elephant. It would be, how did an elephant get in here? (laughs) Fair enough. I mean, maybe a baby elephant. Yeah, we could definitely get an elephant in my place of work. Maybe not a full-grown elephant, but like probably at least a teenager elephant. Uh, But somewhere mid-sized. You know, I feel like at the Disney company, they're probably just used to crazy things. They'd be like, "Is that an elephant?" Okay, and just keep walking. I suppose that's true. Yeah, and then uh, actually, again, didn't find that many pieces of trivia on this one, so I've just got one last one. Okay, great. I got some legacy. So if you found more... Okay. Um, And that one is actually a bit sad. It's about when Mrs. Jumbo is taken away, Mm -hmm. and Jumbo is seen on his own and he's just sadly swaying from side to side as he cries mm-hmm. um this is accurate no! this is something elephants actually do when they're sad or emotionally distraught no yeah no. meanwhile what cats do when they're emotionally distraught is meow at the closed door which I don't know if that's coming through on the recording, but I can hear it loud and clear. Fine, I will open the door so that our cat will stop meowing at me. 
Yeah. She doesn't even necessarily want to be in the room. Like, she's going to go in, but she's going to come back out. She just doesn't like that the door is closed. She's such a princess. She is a... Yes, she is very spoiled. My mother is horrified. You know what? She is... She's perfect, though. She's not right. She is... She is the softest cat you ever felt. All right. So, what do you have for... Do you have any I don't facts? have any. I don't have any facts, no. But we got legacy. All right, then I guess let's all so, right, move on to legacy staying power. Legacy staying power. We're just going to switch. All I right. wrote it in my notes as legacy. Obviously, the most iconic, the ride of rides. Everybody knows it. Dumbo the Flying Elephant. It is a staple. It is located at every single park across the world. Opening day attraction at each and every single park. So Disneyland. It is like something you see in most of the Disney commercials that will depict rides exactly. in the parks. So everybody's got it. Disneyland's opened July 17th, 1955. Magic Kingdom's opened October 1st, 1971. Of course, if you're not aware, Magic Kingdom's original Dumbo was closed and it was moved to New Fantasyland. So the original was open from October 1st, 1971 to January 8th, 2012. And then there was a soft opening for the new one starting. There were two dates listed. So March 12th and then June 22nd. 2012 and then that was a quick turnaround uh but the official opening date wasn't until december 6 2012 but it was well that's because the section itself was still closed well yes but the soft opening was like when we went it was open you could ride dumbo even if we couldn't get to the rest of new fantasy land yeah you could yes that's what i'm saying we rode Dumbo the first trip, even though our trip was in November. I know what I'm saying is, and even when New Fantasy probably wasn't open. This... Okay, what I'm saying is probably the circus section of the park was completed before the rest of New Fantasy. Yes, then. and that's why there were soft openings over that way much sooner than there were soft openings for the rest of New Fantasy. Right. Then. We're in agreement. I don't know why you're arguing with me. <laughs> I'm not arguing. I'm just saying that it makes sense that the official open date isn't until December because the rest of New Fantasyland wasn't ready for soft openings until November. Right, but you couldn't have Dumbo down that long. It's iconic. You can't do it. So it was up and yeah. running before that. Uh, next, of course, Tokyo Disneyland. Opening day, April 15th, 1983. Disneyland Paris, April 12th, 1992. Hong Kong Disneyland, 12th September, 2005. And Shanghai, the soft, uh, it was opening as of the soft opening, May 7th, 2016. And of course, the official opening, June 16th, 2016. On top of that, there is the Casey Jr. Circus Train attraction, which operates at Disneyland and at Disneyland Paris. Opened in Disneyland July 17th, 1955, so opening day attraction. And March 20th, 1994 at 
Disneyland Paris, so almost two years after park opening. Also, you see the Festival of Fantasy Float in Magic Kingdom is jumbo themed at the end and at part of the parade soundtrack is when I saw an elephant fly. When you see it, whatever, you know what I'm talking about. When you see an elephant fly. Also, in Main Street Electrical Parade, the train is Casey Jr. Which I never knew. Of course, there's more. My favorite game, Kingdom Hearts, Dumbo is a character that you can summon mm. to help you in your battles in the first Kingdom Hearts and in Kingdom Hearts Chain of Memories, which was a spin-off game released afterward, first for the Game Boy and then made for PlayStation. And also interestingly, the Ringmaster appears as a villain in the Disney's Villains Revenge game. Ooh, do we get to rank a villain? I guess then? I thought there was not really a villain in this movie. I feel like there's not because I feel like everybody is a jerk. That's true. Except for the mouse and the crows after they are in like they're in initially they're jerks and then But according to the to this video game, Disney's villain's revenge, the ringmaster is a villain, so I guess we'll rate him. That's it for Legacy. Of course, everyone, I feel like Dumbo is a character probably because of the staying power in the parks. Everyone knows Dumbo, even if you haven't seen the movie Dumbo. Like, everyone knows he's a flying elephant. (laughs) I think he's a fairly popular character. Like, from the movies we've watched so far, obviously Snow White has the most popularity and staying power but i would say dumbo comes next i mean it was a beloved movie which i'm just gonna dive into my hot take why (laughs) this Mm. plot is like almost nothing and there's no resolution either like there's not a a storyline here well there is a resolution in the sense that you know he is suddenly successful and accepted because of his ability to fly, but it just like it goes so fast. Like what? Now? He just stays it, with the like, circus you... now. What is he doing with his life? Yeah, he's staying with the circus. Are they treating him better? Yeah, didn't you watch the end of the movie? He has his own private fancy car but that doesn't tell me about his living his working conditions i don't what are his working conditions what are his hours he probably has to appear in every show like are the elephants being nice to him now will they eat hay with him these are the real questions i didn't get an answer to you weren't paying attention the elephants were all singing happily at the end of the movie the elephants Here's my hot take. The elephants are just as useless as all of the other reindeer in Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Like, they're all jerks, and then the second that Rudolph or Dumbo is useful, now they want to sing praises, now they want to be friends. You, you're all jerks. You're fake, and I'm glad that mouse scared you. Oh, Lord. 
that's my hot take. Those elephants are not real friends. Also, whose idea was it? Who sat around and was like, you know what would be great? If the baby elephant got drunk and had a bad trip on alcohol, essentially. Yeah, it is. It is 100% a bad trip. Like It is creepy. It is spooky. It is terrifying. Frankly, those elephants... It is a nightmarish heffalumps and woozles because the heffalumps and woozles are still kind of fun. Pink elephants on parade is 0% fun. I like the song though. Yeah, I mean, it's a catchy song, but the animation is scary. Yes, it, it's not. It's not scary in a like, ooh, I'm scared. It's scary in a like, oh. What is going if, on? If I closed my eyes and this is what I saw, I would probably wake up in a sweat. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't want to go back to sleep. No, because those elephants are scary. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying... Yeah, and it's just... Also, I don't understand. Here's another p- plot problem I have. Because Dumbo can fly, now his mom is allowed out? Question marks? The reason they put her away is because she was like a mad elephant hurting people. What does him having to do flying have to do with if she's a mad elephant or not? Well, because she got mad when people were mistreating Dumbo. So if he's being treated nicely now, maybe they figure she's got no reason to be mad anymore. Or maybe... Maybe it was just part of the contract. What contract? Dumbo can't sign a contract. Actually, I think I saw that um, in the the little very short montage at the end where they're showing newspaper clips. There is an article with a picture showing Timothy Mouse signing a contract for Dumbo. Okay, do they just accept that this mouse can talk? I don't... What's the legal ramifications of a mouse signing a contract for an elephant? Also, how I have more questions. You have more questions than I have answers. That's so how you're gonna have to keep. That those is how questions. that whole movie made me feel. Like a lot of questions. So many questions and not many answers. Yeah. I'm just sad. I. It is. It is a sad movie. Like it has a happy ending. But it's a sad a movie. It is so sad. He is treated so badly. Awful. It's like everyone laughing at him. Everyone poking fun at him. Everyone like when those little boys are just being jerks to him also as you mentioned the other elephants yikes we won't we, they are so mean they are worse all of them like he's a baby he's a baby he was just born and they're like oh he looks weird he brings shame right? upon the elephants right your attitude brings 
and we cannot associate with him anymore. Like, also, like, okay, he failed at the platform jump thing. Uh, did he get to rehearse that? I don't think so. Yeah. Yeah, it's just... And they're just all down on him. Honestly, I am Mrs. Jumbo when she's just like, yeah, I'm taking that pin out and I'm closing you all in. That's that's what I would want to do with those elephants all day long. They're just mean. Yeah, and like... Everyone's mean in this movie. Yeah, it makes me so sad for Dumbo. And like, he's taken away from his mom. He's made to work. He's made fun of. And he's just, he's a baby. Like, this is, I, I cannot get over the fact that he's just a baby. He's just a baby. And this they make him a poor little thing. Oh my goodness. I know. I mean, okay, I don't think that's as shameful a thing as they're trying to make it out. Okay, they make him a clown and then stick him in a burning building. Yeah, that's not great. That's awful! Also, he's really high up. So high Even, like, in the first the first time, he's, like, already pretty high up. And then they're like, we'll make him even higher. Like, those clowns, those clowns are also jerks. They're like, He's an elephant. He don't got feelings. So yeah, we'll put him like a hundred feet up in the air. This, so what if he gets hurt? Yeah, I don't... Honestly, alternate title, everyone's a jerk with a flying elephant or to a flying elephant. Like, even his name. Yeah, like, that's the other thing. Like, Dumbo being what he becomes known as it's like I mean, it's the same thing with cinderella that's true it's just that's true just, uh, it's awful yeah uh also that stork that delivers him at the <sighs> beginning what i don't understand Every other baby animal just gets dumped, okay? They all just, like, they have their little parachute, and they just get, like, swooped down, and they land right at their mama's feet. Mm-hmm. Dumbo gets a whole delivery process. Listen, like, some storks take their job. And she has to sign. Seriously. She has to sign for him. Well, she just makes an X. <laughs> Okay, it was still a signing. Listen. And she get like he he reads he recites a poem. Like obviously she is very anxious to see her new baby. And he's just like, no ma'am, let me finish my job. And then you get to see your baby. Like if I am in a hospital room and I have just given okay, birth. This is not and like obviously not the they have to it's do... not a kid. It would be like okay. if we're adopting a baby and we're and they're like, so the baby's on the other side of the door. And we're like, great, let's go on the other side of the door. They're like, wait, <laughs> no, no, no. First I have to read a poem. And they're like, can, can we read the poem after we're on the other side of the door? <laughs> 
Yeah, like, okay, I know I've got things to sign, and there's legalities involved here, but can we not do this? Like, and I, I just don't understand why he's the only one, and all the other babies are just... And, you know, actually, this is I, this is one of the parts of Dumbo that's the most memorable to me. When the storks deliver all the baby animals. Really? And, yeah. The most memorable part for me is Baby Mine because it's so sad. It is very sad. I mean, the song itself, I, I know, but, like, the image of it is not stuck in my mind in the same way. Oh, when she's like, Rocking. I know the part where she's swaying him. Yes, that, yeah, but not the, the whole the of it. Oh. No, see, that's the thing. The only image I associate to that song is when she's rocking him with her trunk. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, I just haven't seen that movie that Neither often. Neither have I. In fact, I think last night was the first time I've seen it all the way through. Yeah, so I said the same thing no. earlier. I'm pretty sure it was the first time no, I've seen it the whole way through, too. all the way through when I was sick. Okay, you don't did, know that because you, you said to yourself you fell asleep. Because you told me. I don't remember that so at all. You have a notoriously bad memory, so you told me that you watched it all the way through. <clears throat> Specifically, at least you watched it through the Pink Elephants on Parade part. Because we talked about this. Hmm. Oh, well. Anyway. Yeah, that... Also, like, that ringmaster shouldn't be in charge of anything. Right. He's so stupid. I mean, stupid and cruel and just endangering all these animals and, you know... Yes, although at the time it was more socially accepted that, like, circuses were a thing and that involved using animals for entertainment purposes. So, no more evil than any other ringleader on that front. So, I guess then, if he's the villain, what are you rating him? If I... I really don't consider him okay, to be a so villain. So we're going to say, no villain, everyone's a jerk. Pretty much. Like, this is not a, a movie where there's just one antagonist. It's everyone pretty much is mean to Dumbo. Yeah. With the exception, again, of the mouse and the crows when they're helping him fly. So. And that's it. Where are you going to land on rewatchability uh rewatchability i'm not gonna say never but i don't know when (laughs) i would ever watch it again like i might someday i'm not opposed to it here's the thing okay i'm not gonna plan to watch it again 
but I'm not opposed to it. I'm going to land on the never scale. It's sad. I don't want, listen, if I want to be sad about things, I got like Big Hero 6 to cry over. I don't want to be. I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't consider it the saddest Disney It's movie. not, but it's just, all of it's sad. It's just about an animal living in a circus and being like already a bad situation made worse. I don't want to I'm, I'm putting it on the never scale for rewatchability but overall movie ranking what you gonna give it um overall I guess I'm gonna give it a 3.5 oh, now we're introducing Be- <laughs> what? Now we're introducing points into the movie. I'm pretty sure you've given a nine point something ranking. Eh, for a villain. <laughs> okay, fine. It applies. Like, okay, it because I do. I don't dislike it. You know, I just don't. Again, I'm not really invested in this movie all right fair enough i'm gonna give this a two because it makes me sad how all the animals are treated and how dumbo is treated and i can appreciate the iconicness of dumbo as a character i can appreciate the the artistry but story-wise there's nothing for me to appreciate it's just sad the the thing is it's just so short no but like Like, there's plenty of short movies out there that can make me invested in the characters but i just feel bad for dumbo and that's not an investment that's just (laughs) okay maybe maybe short is not the right term rushed it's very rushed like you don't really get um to a point where that's because they spent all that time on the pink elephants on parade (laughs) yeah it's just like the resolution is very rushed like if you if you were at that point and you're not realizing that this is so close to the end because it doesn't feel like it should be it's only been like 58 minutes or something yeah and you were to get up and go to the kitchen to grab a snack or go to the bathroom, you would come back and it would be over. And you were like, what? Uh, what happened? Yeah, pretty much. I agree. So it makes sense because it's such a short movie that this is going to be a shorter podcast episode. Ooh. Yeah. I. Although in a way, I can't believe we didn't manage to make this longer when we did get the reluctant dragon over 50 minutes well, there was more to talk about <laughs> was there <laughs> so well, i guess there was i guess time wise <laughs> this... so as we said we're going to be at walt disney world when this comes out if you want to see some pictures from the trip We will post some things on our Magical Streaming Instagram page and, of course, on our personal Instagram pages. I'm Amber Ninny and Marie is Marie Lightning. There will be 
plenty of Disney pictures going up. And yeah, that's that's basically the like ninety percent of why I have an Instagram account <laughs> is to post Disney pictures. And then when we get back a week after, we'll do the next movie, which will be Bambi. I think it's Bambi. Yeah, unless there was a live action release that we're not considering. I'm pretty sure I, I don't have the list right in front of me, but I'm pretty sure it's Bambi. I, I guess if it's not, then you will find out when you listen next, or you will find out when you pull up the list off of Wikipedia. All or right, great. So until next time, enjoy your magical streaming. Bye.